Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the Women in League show, season two, episode 30. Episode 30 already, uh, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, my name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business tonight. No Tash, but we've got Geordie, we've got uh, Sienna, and we've got Mond, uh, and we're very, very excited to be talking all things rugby league. But before we get too carried away, let's jump into our warm-up. And the one, and the two, and the one, two, three. Well, you Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. All right, Jordy. so the warm-up came to be because we had quite a bit of fun off-air and we thought, you know what, we need to bring these conversations on air, uh, have our listeners find out a little bit more about our panellists. So, um, yeah, Jordy, I want to throw this one at you. If your life had a theme song at the moment, what would it be? I hope this one doesn't make me sound like a bad mum but independent woman by Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> one of those weeks. Yeah, I can, uh, yeah, if, if we're going down the parenting line, uh, line i can certainly relate to that um i'll hold back mine for a little bit but mon what what about yourself if your life had a theme song what is it for you right about now i'll probably pursue the happiness by kid cuddy okay yeah i love yeah i love the positivity yep. you know it's uh yeah. you know, it's winter it's getting a bit colder there's a bit of flu around so i love the positive vibes anything in particular or you just uh you just yeah all, all about the happiness right now yeah just all about the happiness just um you know trying to focus on that what you know why I love my life so much and the most important people in my life so yeah that's that's what I'm trying to focus on I love that my friend I love it now Sienna um talking about happiness and someone who should be feeling pretty good about themselves obviously uh yeah when we talk about rugby league things have been tracking along pretty well for yourself and uh, this beloved club of yours North Sydney Bears what you guys do is win this year um but uh yeah I guess same thing um life had a theme song what is it my friend Oh, it was hard to follow Mon there, but definitely um, Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. That is just such a top song. <laughs> That's their theme song. Uh, I love that. And it definitely uh, frames where you're at at the moment. Look, for me, um, yeah, similar to Geordie, a uh, little bit knocked around. The toddler is definitely uh, running this household at the moment, which is a little bit challenging. Um, that Coco Melon, it is a – I wish I had shares in it or had a, you know, had invented it, I guess, but um, – yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely one of those kids' songs at the moment. It is total chaos and anarchy over here. But anyway, we try and uh, power through. All right, guys, a little bit of fun there, but let's get into the serious stuff and talk all things rugby league and uh, jump into our first segment, The Breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, went to plan at all. Um, and they run through our ass like sh- through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, team, another special episode this week uh, as we... Uh, head down into the Harvey Norman New South Wales Women's Premiership. Um, you know, it's a competition that we've been following for quite a while in depth this season. Uh, and this week we're going to be previewing previewing the mighty Newcastle Knights, as I say, each and every week, the greatest sport, sporting franchise uh, in world sport, as we all know, coming up against the Cronulla Sharks. And we are very fortunate to have a very special guest on the show, Georgia Page. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. 
Look, any, be here. yeah, any anyone that has that red and blue jersey on is a friend of mine and a friend of the show. So uh, yeah, it's great to have you on board. Let's, uh, you know, we, we won't spend too much time on the opposition because uh, I love my mighty Newcastle Knights and there's so much to talk to there. But, uh, Georgia, you know, previewing this game, you know, you know this very, very well given your background, but you're coming up against a serious football team. You know, what's your sort of uh, perspective on the Sharks? Um, you know, some of the football they've played this year. Again, it's, it's been a pretty uh, close competition. They're playing good football um, and they have quite a few stars in the team, that's for sure. I think the thing about the Sharks is obviously I'm an ex-Sharkies player myself, so I have a lot of love and respect for the club. Um, but the big thing about the Sharks in particular is how hard they work uh, in pre-season, how hard they train during season, and the work ethic of, of most of those players that are on that team is wild, and that's probably one thing that um, I loved about playing for the Sharks was the work ethic that they brought to training. And, you know, it shows on the field, like, and they've been in the top two, three teams the last few years. Um, but a lot of the players, are obviously, Tiana Penatani, she's such a weapon from the back and she's a great leader. And then we've got Holly Wheeler now and, you know, Quincy Dodd can just open up the middle when, when she sees space, especially in the second half. If you're not watching, she'll bloody slice through the middle. So there's a few real key players there. Yeah, and I think, you know, sometimes we overcomplicate rugby league, you know, thinking about a, a team's spine, you know, that that's, you know, arguably something you can build off. And exactly right, when you talk about the Sharks, you know, Penitani, um, you've got Matty Studden, you've got Quincy Dodd, it's, 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 it's an incredible base to work off. And then, you know, looking in and around that, uh, there's very few weaknesses. Um, you know, just a few, a few players just to pick out, uh, Tegan Berry on the wing, um, Georgia, you know, you've, you've seen a little bit of her, her style and her play. Again, it just goes to show that, yeah, the Sharks' back line, um, you know, they're going to be, you know, this is a team that can easily score points. And, um, yeah, a few of those players you're going to have to keep an eye on, that's for sure. Definitely. And, you know, I've watched a few of their highlights and they seem to be connecting really well. Like if someone makes a break, there's another person supporting on the inside. Like, and that's, like, I guess that's the kind of footy you want to play and that's the kind of footy that's going to score you tries, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly right, and uh, and you know, obviously we uh, you know we can't give too much praise to the outside backs without talking about the forwards. You spoke a little bit about Holly Wheeler, but you know Tali Holmes obviously is very very special. Um, you know, second row in her own right, um, and a ton of depth um, on on their on their bench as well. So yeah, Cronulla Sharks they're going to be uh, keen to win this one, um, and the ladder is looking really really tight. Just for those at home, um, you know we've we've got our North Sydney Bears crew here on Mojo Sports, so they're sitting at the top of the table. Um, but outside of that, uh, the, the the ladder is. Absolutely Absolutely uh, gridlocked all the way down to you know um, you know the magpies and rabbitos are at the bottom there, but other than that, it's, it's just um, you know a, a couple of points between a lot of clubs. So um, yeah, definitely definitely a game that you guys will be looking to to win. All right, Georgia, that's uh, enough of our opposition. Let's dive into all things Newcastle Knights because there are a ton of players that we really want to talk uh, talk about. And Mon, you're in the same boat. You can give a little bit of um, you know goss behind the scenes as well. Let's uh, let's talk about some of these players. Um, let's start with with Autumn Rain Stevens Daly, your fullback. Um, you know, a player that I guess a lot of people have been really, really excited about because, you know, you think about where she's at in her career at her age and some of the things she's been able to done she's been able to achieve so far. Um, Georgia, talk to us a little bit about uh, that fullback of yours because um, yeah, an incredible talent. You know, Orts is the player. So Knights talk about this one thing in particular, and it's always about, you know, be the player that you want to play with. And Orts for me is that player. Like, honestly, she's one of the best defenders that I know. 
Um, a, she's more of a running fullback, of course, but she can play. Um, she can play eyes up and you know hit the short ball to someone as well. Um, she really is such a talent, and she's a really hard worker. And you know, I couldn't say anything. But yeah. I couldn't talk her up even more. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, obviously, when she came to the club, uh, it was just you know, <laughs> fans were happy. It's uh, you know, it, it, it's um, you know, it, it, the Knights are really fortunate to be attracting um, you know, those those high quality players. Um, all right, Mon, your turn. You, you and uh, Georgia can share uh, this little bit and talking through some of the outside backs because again. You talk about balance in the Newcastle Knights football team. We do have some younger players. So um, for our listeners that aren't aren't across all of the players in the Newcastle Knights system, um, yeah, talk to us about some of the outside backs there. Um, we got a lot of depth with our outside backs, um, that's for sure. Um, You know, we have uh, Krista Smith. She's a local around Newcastle. Um, She is, like, I've never seen seen someone like on an edge run as hard as she does she's a great I was gonna say the same I was gonna say exactly the same she runs bloody hard and she runs harder than big girls too yeah like she can play in the front row if she wanted to that's how hard she runs um so yeah big shout out to Krista um you know we got players like Sky McKenzie um you know Sky is super strong she's very consistent um a fantastic defender um, you know, we got we got heaps of depth. George, you can you can um give some love to the others. Um, you know, we got Riss that's come through the night system as well. Uh, I think she's really good to kind of lead the young girls, if you know what I mean. She your little groove of young girls you got mine. Riss is definitely a part of that. She's super strong and she's kind of one of the players that I think I think to myself, you know, don't worry about drop balls, like next job, like She's athletic. She's super, yeah, super strong, and she's got a big career ahead of her. Yeah, also um, giving some love to Annika Butler. She's super fast, um, you know, really good runner of the ball as well. If she gets into space, she's definitely going to be away. Um, we got um, Shannon Evans. She kind of jumps in and out of the hooker and fullback role into the halves. She's very dynamic, very versatile. Um yeah, I don't know how Shen has been going 70 minutes in hooker the last full games at hooker. <laughs> yeah, like, she's I fit. can't even do that. She's super fit. Um, she's very um, level-headed. You know, she doesn't make um, rush of blood decisions. She's very level-headed. And, um, yeah, Nalika ba- uh, Barker jumps in and out of that second row. Yeah, she's going role. in and out of centre the second row. Yeah. She's yeah, fast so- as well. Yeah, so, yeah, I think our outside backs, um, yeah, just a lot of depth and, yeah, lots of um, great talent. So, G, you said that, um, like us older experienced girls, that we didn't start till later, but we also see not just young girls coming through, but a lot of girls jumping cross-code as um, women in league starts to grow a bit more. How's that affected you girls over at the Knights at the moment? Well, it's funny because I'm a cross-coder myself. <laughs> um, I come from, obviously, rugby union background and then just jumped on the rugby league bandwagon because Corbin convinced me to go to Sharks training two years ago. <laughs> um, I'm just, just trying to think about who I'm seeing at nights that have been a cross-code, except for maybe, you know, Audie's pretty much a cross-coder and so is um, Caitlin Baha, um, KV, but that was at 
NRW level. I'm, I just can't think of anyone else who's in our team that's cross-code. Can you, Mon? Um, I know Kyra Simon's a... Um, surfer? Uh, she was surfer. a surfer? Yes, <laughs> yeah, Kyra was a, apparently like a youth pro surfer or something she was saying. It's yeah, sick. she's like top surfer in the like New South Wales area. It's, it's crazy. It's so good. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely, definitely the right, right sort of area as well, right club. Uh, all right, team. Well, yeah, look, um, you know, really good insight into some of the outside. Obviously, Jesse's obviously Aussie 7 I just thought of that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jesse's out. Well, um, now, look, it, it is really good to give some insight into some of those younger players because, um, you know, this is what this competition's about. It's about sort of, you know, bringing through the next generation of stars. And, um, you know, um, you know, Georgia, this is what gave us such confidence where last year Mojo went on a bit of a roadshow through the New South Wales State competitions in Queensland. And then, you know, obviously we're in a situation now where competitions are starting to expand and uh, we are not surprised at all given the talent that's there. All right, team, uh, talk to us a little bit about some of your playmakers, um, some of your organisers, some of the players in, in and around the halves. Um, you know, we spoke a little bit about dummy halves. Mon, you, uh, you know, you, you, you play your trade as a hooker as well. Um, yeah, just, just want to make sure that we've, we've covered off on our playmakers there. We've also got Howie and Bobby Law. Um, Howie brings a bit of vision and she has an awesome kicking game. And then Bob, Bob is really good. I like the way that she takes the line on and she's always kind of, I suppose, questioning defence's ability not to give out their inside shoulder. Yeah, very versatile um, player, you know, and, um, yeah, someone who's a little bit run first, then you can definitely uh, understand why because she definitely has the ability to beat defenders. So, uh, no, definitely a talented player. Um, all right, team, and uh, Georgia, you know, this is probably going to be a, a group that you're probably most passionate about, um, uh, talking about your front rowers, and, you know, it certainly is a little bit of a strength in, um, in this football team. Um, yeah, let, let's start to run through this because, um, yeah, some incredible players uh, in this group, including yourself. Well, we've got Caitlin Johnson. Obviously, she's had a cracker since she's come back from injury, you know, for how old she is and just the strong leader that she is is amazing on the field. She runs hard and she'll make that big hit when the momentum needs to change, if you know what I mean. Um, We've obviously got Taylor that's come in from Central Coast Roosters who's similar, massive Massive run-up, like huge hit-ups. Mm. Um, solid D, looks for the cheeky offload. Um, we've got Simi. She's been coming off the bench, and I said to her yesterday when she came off the bench, I was like, thank God, I just had like this. You could feel the impact she made as soon as she came onto the field. And she's like, oh, I say thank you. I was like, I just needed someone in the middle to make some hits. <laughs> <laughs> You, did you notice that yesterday, Mon, when Simi came on? She was just, like, running around whacking people. I, yeah, I noticed when um, Simi came on and um, Harmony came on, it was, like, a well-needed kind of rest for... Um, Refresh. Yeah, a good reset kind of button. Um, some other forwards that deserve a shout-out, um, Talisha Quinn. Um, you know, Talisha Quinn should be definitely a household name by now. Um, she's Definitely should be a household name. Yeah. And she's yeah. just come back from the baby and she's absolutely killing it considering yeah. she's literally just a baby. Yeah, just had a baby. Um, Brie Chester, she's one of our young up-and-coming up guns. Um, her alongside... Come through the night system as well. 
Yep, yep, both Knights juniors, um, Kayla and Bree. Um, so they're, you know, um, they're going to be, um, you know, when you look at the Knights in 20 years' time, um, Bree and <laughs> Kayla are going to be the, um, you know, two that you look at and you just think about Newcastle. Um, tell tell so me a little bit about 100%. Sorry, guys. 100%. Tell, tell me a little bit about Bree. Like playing, so she's sort of playing a little bit, um, really interested in um, some of the players that are playing in that lock position just because teams are really pivoting in terms of, um, you know, I, I guess the strategy behind the position at the moment. Um, you know, we've seen it sort of be, be a big focus over the last couple of years. But tell us a little bit about that at Newcastle, the players that are playing in that lock position and how it's being played at the club at the moment. Well, I think the thing about Brie was she actually come up as a half for a little bit through Tasha Gale. So she's got the ball-playing abilities, but she also can carry quite hard too. So I think, you know, as the Knights, we do want to have the option to have that ball-playing 13 and open up, you know, unlock the halves in a sense. I think, I think it's really, really important and, uh, you know, great to see that we've got a young junior that has that skill set. You know, you look at a team like... The North Sydney Bears. I'm surrounded by uh, by Bears on the, on the panel most weeks, and um, you know Kiri Dib obviously, um, you know, has been doing a great job there. Um, you know, for the Bears are at lock, and um, yeah, definitely gives uh, gives people a, a different um, a different option there. Uh, Georgia, tell us a little bit about um, you know your play at the moment. How did you? How, how's the body holding up? I mean, this is a lot of football. How, how did you sort of come through NRLW into the state competition? How, how are you feeling in, in your footy at the moment? I, I'm not going to touch wood, but I've been pretty lucky in the sense of how the body has been really like after the NRW season, except for I had a concussion in against the Roosters um, and then I was set out for a week. And then, um, you know, since I've been back, I got I went on a holiday for like two weeks after NRW, came back into Harvey's and I've only played one game. So I'm actually fresh as a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone's like, how's the body? You know, I was expecting to be playing like nine Harvey Norman games. I wasn't sure of how our depth was, but we have such we have so much depth in our team. And obviously like the point system is it can be a bit painful and, you know, we're just kind of rotating players. So it's not a bad thing to have depth. Yeah, I love that. And, and, and just, you know, from your own personal perspective, what are you – like what, what are sort of your goals, um, you know, from the state competition? Is it just like little elements of your game you're trying to improve upon, you know, give, given the, the football that, that's to come in the rest of the season? Or, yeah, what, what's where, where's your head at in terms of goals and, and, and I guess, you know, your focus yeah. in, in the state comp? Besides, obviously, trying to uh, to win a, win a competition, of course, yeah. The big thing for me individually was to be working on my attack through Harvey Norman. Um, Defence is something that, doesn't come easy to me but is probably the better side of my game and it's the attack that always seems to need work so at Harvey's I was thinking wanting to improve my post contact meters start practicing like you know to um, hit the line and spin and look for an offload Um, there's some things that were some individual goals for me and how have you you enjoyed sort of um, you know bringing through the juniors you know talking to some of the younger players and you know, offering a little bit of your wisdom. How's that side of, I guess, the, the leadership side of rugby league? How does that fall for you? Yeah, it's something that I actually really enjoy. I obviously have a mindset that looks at patterns and I look at how things work. Just coming from an osteo, like my osteo background and I love watching the girls defend and break down their defense and see what they've done wrong. And, you know, I'll be like, you know, if you just, 
put your step here or pop your arm under their tricep like you'll just make that tighter wrap up or just like little little things that I can help you know little tips that I can help give them um I'll just jump in um on that on the back of that geo um coming from a Knights junior that's come up through the Tushgale program um being in the Harvey Norman Newcastle Knights side and being around players like yourself that are experienced players like Talisha Quinn and Kate Johnston and Hannah Sethel you know I I won't lie when I rocked up to one of the first training sessions I was a little bit starstruck um and I just I just gotta say like um I just gotta say that um it is a very amazing opportunity to be a young girl in this program having all of these people running around with training and learning off and just absorbing all of the experience and everything that we can. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm just very grateful and thankful for the opportunity. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm the biggest, um, one of the biggest, obviously, um, supports in girls playing rugby league. And, and I, I just, um, yeah, I suppose just want to say that my own little bit in that, that, yeah, we, um, it's, it's an awesome program to be a part of. I love it's that. nice, man. I love that. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of younger listeners as well. So, you know, there's a lot of clubs that we we know, we hold dear to our hearts within the Newcastle area as well. And, um, you know, that's what it's all about, building up registrations in community football, just building more and more into and investing into our pathways. Um, yeah, just to make sure that we're winning all of these premierships for the Newcastle Knights. That's what we want to see. All right, A hundred percent. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but I always say out of sight, out of mind. If you don't see it, you don't know you can do it. Yeah, exactly. So get down to your local club and, and, and have a crack. It's um yeah, it's a it's a wonderful game, this this game of rugby league. All right, team. Um th- look, this is gonna be a beauty. Newcastle Knights V, the Cronulla Sharks. You know, the the thing with these state competitions is you don't want to be dropping too many games of football. You know, you, you need to be winning games in the state comps, otherwise, you know, finals um quickly slips by. So um yeah, no sitting on the fence team, time for our predictions. Let's uh, throw it over to our Bears crew uh, to see how they're feeling. Uh, Sienna, taking off your Bears hat for a little bit, how's this one going to play out? Uh, The Knights v Sharks. Yeah, I reckon it will be a tough game, but I'm backing the Knights 100%. Um, I'll jump on your side for a second, Mon. Um, Definitely the Knights here. I think the Ford Pack's too strong and they've got some really talented outside backs as well. I'm excited to see how this one ends up, but I'm, all, all in for the Knights. Yeah, I love that. And it, look, it's good to see that you and Mon are still talking after the Mojo Cup last week as <laughs> me the Knights. So great that you run um, on speaking terms. A bit harsh that uh, Mon keyed your car after you beat her. But anyway, we'll talk about that more off air. Um, yeah, look, for me, look, this is difficult. The Sharks uh, terrify me. They're a terrifying football team. They've just got so much quality. Uh, the Knights are going to have to be on. And as I say most weeks in this competition, my big focus is on the first uh, the first half. So whoever's leading at halftime is going to put themselves in a really good, uh, really good situation. Um, yeah, look, and uh, my, my tips at the moment aren't going particularly well. So look, got to go the Newcastle Knights, but yeah, they're going to have to hit those first few minutes. Um, they're going to have to come out really, really strong um, early in that game. Uh, Geordie, what about yourself? I had what do I think? Georgia or Geordie? Which oh, one sorry, Geordie, Geordie. This is the Georgia, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think that the Knights will get up purely based on the fact that they've had a tough game with the Bears and they're going to roll into it wanting to bounce back. I think Sharks with a bye 
over the last week might see them coming in a bit complacent. So I'm going on the Knights bandwagon for this one. Oh, geez, it's going to be a clean sweep here. I love this. Mon, obviously can't put yourself in an awkward position. You, you play at the club, but, um, you know, how do you how do you feel? I, I guess what what are, what's sort of the key focus for the Knights, in your opinion, heading into this one? Because, um, yeah, it, it, it's going to it's going to be it's going to be a pretty epic clash this one. Absolutely. Um, I think the key for us coming into this game on the weekend is just going to be um, composure, complete, uh, completion, and um, just being patient as well. I feel like we lacked that a little bit um, with the Bears game yesterday. Um, you know, we had some great opportunities and we weren't able to um, complete it because we just kept dropping the ball. So, there's going to be, um, I think there's going to be a bit of um, catching practice at training this week. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, just just composure and completion rates, and just running hard, tackling hard, and just not stopping to apply the pressure. Uh, your coaches are going to love you, Mon. They're talking about completions in terms of a strategy. I, look, I, it, it is underrated, and I think it's going to be a big part of it. Hey, the other one, the other thing too is how about we don't kick the football to their fullback? Uh, Penetani's <laughs> in some special form at the moment. Let's just try and find, find somewhere else to kick that football. Uh, so, 15- honestly, she's got one of the best fans that I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not great um, as a fan of the Newcastle Knights, of course. But uh, yeah, so fifth tackle um, options going to be pretty important as well. Um, Georgia, yeah, again, you know, obviously you're going to be part of the crew. Um, but again, just your own reflections on this one. Um, yeah, how, how do you how do you think this one's going to go? And yeah, where where do you guys need to sort of focus in preparation for the Sharks? I probably agree with Geordie, you know, coming off the back of a bit of a tough loss and, you know, at halftime it was like six, uh, just after halftime it was like six, eight and we were still in the game. But, you know, um, I said to the girls literally in a circle, I said, just remember this feeling because we'll use this next week and that's something that I always think about and you you got to dig deep after you come out of a loss. But I really like to work on effort areas. So, you know, kick pressure on the like coming into the fifth, um, kick chase, um, getting down there, especially if T's running out of the back. You know, you don't want to give her too much time and space. And as long as we do the little things like that, and like Mon said, you know, fix up the little errors, completion, and just play more of our game and kind of stick to the game plan and not go away from what we did in video review, um, I think that will be all right. And it's going to be a tight game. And We'll see how we go. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great insight. You know, some of the some of those little effort areas are really important because the back end of these uh, these halves is um, is something that we've also been keeping out keeping an eye on as well when a little bit of fatigue's coming into the game you know the, these games are so tight um, but one or two tries can just go against you um, towards the back end of these halves so yeah digging in and uh, making making life difficult for the opposition definitely the key focus all right there well uh, I don't know if we've cursed uh, the Newcastle Knights there but a clean sweep Newcastle Knights getting the job done there against the Cronulla Sharks but it is going to be an absolute beauty all of our locals get down and watch this game um, you know there is some incredible football being played across the state uh, that's for sure all right, team, let's jump into our final segment for tonight, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, team, let's jump into this one for Rapid Fire. Obviously, we're getting a little bit closer to NRLW season kicking off once again. And uh, fans, media, players... 
the whole rugby league community is getting a little bit of whiplash at the moment as we're trying to keep track of players moving clubs. And uh, that's a question I've got for you today is, um, you know, just so far, was there one particular player uh, that's caught your eye in terms of um, a shift to another club? Uh, Mon, going to start with you. Uh, I My interesting player, uh, I'm very interested to see, uh, Jamie Chapman has signed with the Brisbane Broncos um, for the 2022 season. Um, being, you know, I do love my Knights, but I am a Dragons fan. Um, and seeing a player like Jamie Chapman leave the Dragons does kind of put me um, in a little bit of a, a sad mood. Um, but huge, huge for the Broncos. She is, um, she's come up through the Tushgale program with the Cronulla Sharks. Um, All-Stars, Indigenous All-Stars representative. Um, you know, she was in the under-18s New South Wales blue side. She is just a really talented player and she is a player that, um, you know, if it's the 69th minute in the game um, and, you know, you shift the ball out to Jamie, I'm backing her to score a try and win the game. Yeah, that was that was a big one. And to be honest, uh, the Broncos, they've had... Uh... They've had a terrible off-season. Um, we'll get to why shortly. But, you know, once you get that Jamie Chapman signing through, that's that's huge for the club. And, uh, you know, you start to then wonder what that looks like in terms of her future when it comes to positions. I know that she's one of the best strike centres in the game, but, you know, Jamie Chapman's got a huge future in the game and I think could play in multiple positions. So we'll be one to watch. Uh, Sienna? Yeah, speaking of other um, off-season signings, um, Emily Curtin has just been signed with the Titans, which I think is a really interesting signing. Um, a big loss for Para. She played a couple of games at 5-8 over at Para this um, season, the 2021 season. Um, I think she'll be a big asset to the Titans this year. Another um, junior player coming through the Tasha Gale system under 19's origin. I think she's got a lot to offer and she's still got a lot to prove. So she'll be a really good one for the Titans. That was a huge signing. M Curtin is one of the best young halves that are coming through the system. So um, she's just getting better and better every single uh, every single game uh, at the moment. So um, her ceiling, who knows where, where, she, where she could get to in her career. So yeah, really sneaky by the Titans. That's a, that's a great one. Uh, love that. Geordie, what's your... Um, What's, what's one that's uh, caught your eye? One that's caught my eye, not necessarily a player movement, but a new signing for Para is Ash Quinlan. Um, she's played a lot of touch, played a, she had a stint in sevens. She's been female player of the year many times at touch. Um, she moved up to Queensland and played in the Burley, with the Burley Bears in the halves and she's just signed with Para and I think she is most certainly one player to watch. And yeah, I, no name. I think she'll have a massive impact on their se- their upcoming season. Jordi, I love that because obviously, uh, you know, this competition is going to be really interesting. The, the the next campaign because the first one, the conditions were so miserable. It was raining nearly every single round. Everyone was just in the trenches battling it out. Um, hopefully, we see some much better conditions for the next competition. And then you're suddenly looking for strike weapons and really trying to open the comp up. So uh, yeah, players like Ash, uh, yeah, that's a huge signing there for Parramatta. Uh, look for myself, uh, Hannah Southwell coming to the Newcastle Knights. Obviously, um, yeah, that's that's huge uh, for our club. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we might we might sort of touch on a few others, but that was uh, that, that was obviously big news and put a big smile on my face as, as a Knights fan. So um, Georgia, uh, it's been it's been it's been the wild wild west out there at the moment in terms of uh, you know players sort of moving around. Um, yeah, but what what sort of caught your eye? 
You know, I think uh, they were probably the second announcement of signings, but it was um, Millie and Tamika. That's a big blow for the Broncos, but a big up for the Knights. Um, Millie, obviously, one of the Dallium joint medal winners at 2021, and Tamika is arguably one of the best fullbacks that we've seen nearly <laughs> come through. So we'll be epic to see them in Knights jerseys and see what they can do for the club. Yeah, it, it's incredible. Like, obviously, um, you know, the, the, the team, the culture and everything that's sort of been built there, the foundations was fantastic in that first campaign. But the second Tamika and Millie, um, you know, um, I guess inked their new deal. Uh, as soon as as soon as they they put pen to paper, the Knights became a serious contender uh, in the competition, and that makes me very very excited about the competition ahead. All right, team. Well, there's a little bit of a tease for the NRLW campaign that's not too far away. But at the moment, um, all our focus is in and around our state competition. A big congratulations uh, to the uh, Gold Stars up in Queensland. That last minute. Last second finish, uh, that Sarahfield kick, a uh, cross kick, um, and then who else but uh, Shania Power. So Tasha, Tasha Gale, she's still singing uh, Shania's praises. She's still talking about that finish. But congratulations to the Gold Stars. Um, yeah, disappointing there for the Capras, but I'm sure they'll come back bigger and better in the next campaign. But, uh, yeah, some incredible footies being played both in Queensland, New South Wales, and across the country at the moment. All right, team. Well, if that's all the time we have tonight, George, I just want to uh, thank you for uh, jumping in on the show. We really do appreciate it. Um, again, it gives all of our listeners, you know, a little bit of an insight into you know some of the the next generation of players coming through, and I, I guess how the how the season's tracking so far for the Knights. But uh, as a biased fan, uh, and uh, you know, on behalf of everyone here at Mojo, I just want to wish you all the very very best for the rest of the campaign. Um, and again, thanks again for for jumping on the show. Thanks for having me. Any anytime, my friend. Open invite. Uh, anyone we- re- uh, wearing the red and blue jersey? Anytime. Uh, to our panel, always bringing the heat. Thank you. Uh, another big episode. Always bringing the heat as we talk all things rugby league. And to our listeners, we really do appreciate your support. How can you continue to support us? It's simple. Continue to download the podcast. Share with family and friends. Thanks for choosing Mojo Sports, and we'll catch you next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.